Welcome to the Aficionado Show. I'm your host, Kevin Robbins. An aficionado is a person who is very knowledgeable and enthusiastic about an activity, subject, or pastime. Every Saturday morning, we will feature aficionados to share with you, our guest, all things that are the good life, including local eats, libations, cigars, local live music, and local events here in Southwest Florida. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the Aficionado Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the episode number seven of the Aficionado Show. I'm Kevin Robbins, and with me, as always, is Adam Hood. Uh, what's going on, Adam? Man, I am ready for this show. It's been a little too long, and we've had a small hiatus, but I'm ready to lock and load and get into this thing. Small hiatus, yes. So uh, a couple of weeks off on the show, and uh, that's because uh, I was in Honduras, which we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show, but I was in Honduras for a few days, and uh, I do have a day job, as as all of you have heard, with... Uh, the advertising on the show and once i got back from honduras things blew up and unfortunately adam uh you know montezuma's revenge and i, I hadn't had uh, heard this term many months many years ago actually and forgotten it but now it's back and anyway the bottom line is if you eat the wrong things or drink the wrong things when you're out of the country it, it messes up your stomach badly and I was not a happy camper for well over a week after I returned from Honduras. So uh, that's the reasons for our uh, a slight hiatus. And uh, I feel much better. I'm happy to be, uh, to be back to the show. So we've got some good stuff coming up, Adam, today on the show. Uh, it's going to be a pretty heavy RP uh, Rocky Patel uh, uh, conversation today. We're smoking the 20th anniversary Maduro today on the show. Uh, and then later in the show, we're going to fire up The Bold by Nish Patel. Uh, I stumbled across some scotch. There were so many scotches at Duty Free, Adam, that I just, I, I wish I would have had an empty suitcase that I could have just shoved a bunch in. But uh, unfortunately, carrying a bunch of scotch through the airport didn't work well. So I was able to bring one bottle back that we, did, that we didn't consume in Honduras. Uh, and it's the Glenlivet Founders Reserve or Master Distillers Reserve. So we're going to be drinking that on the show uh, as well. We'll be pairing those things together and, and I'm excited. This is a great scotch. Two really great cigars from Rocky Patel. Plus, as I said, we'll be recapping my trip to Honduras. And we also went to Nicaragua when I was down there. And as always, we'll be talking about some upcoming events here in Southwest Florida. So stick around. Another great episode. It's number seven of the Aficionado Show. Hi, this is Pat Denson, Vice President of Estero Bay Chevrolet. When you sell the most cars, you have the luxury of keeping only the finest pre-owned vehicles for every price category. Many are one-owner trades, many purchase new here. We don't go to the auction and purchase other people's problems. So if you're in the market for the nicest used cars and trucks and sport utilities, there's no better place to buy than Estero Bay Chevrolet. Find new roads, exit 123, your ride, your way today, EsteroBayChevrolet.com. For over 10 years, Sticks Cigar Company in North Fort Myers has been the place for those highly sought-after boutique cigar blends that you won't find in every humidor. Owner Tom Green prides himself in not only having unique cigar brands, but also a large selection of cigar accessories, including cutters, lighters, ashtrays, and that perfect humidor. Stop in to see Tom and let him help you pick out the perfect cigars, and while you're there, stay for a cigar on the patio or in the man cave. That's Sticks Cigar Company, located at 705 Pondella Road in North Fort Myers, or give them a call at 239-898-2593. Be sure to tell them that the Aficionado Show sent you. 
Ione Insurance and Risk Management is an independent insurance agency here in Southwest Florida. They've been providing complete and comprehensive insurance portfolio risk management services in Florida for over 25 years. Ione Insurance and Risk Management is proud to serve our community in all things insurance and risk management. For more information about how they can assist you and your business, call 239-707-1133. Again, 239-707-1133. Or visit them online at IoniInsurance.com. That's I-A-N-N-O-N-E insurance.com. Would you like to have an authentic cigar roller at your wedding, bachelor party, corporate event, or birthday party? You can with Cigar Event Services by the world-famous Cigar Bar. Your event can have an experienced cigar roller and cigar host to create a unique experience for your guests. They also offer custom cigar bands made with your name, logo, or even your baby's name. Visit worldfamouscigarbar.com slash cigar event for more info. Let them customize the perfect cigar package for your event. Again, that's worldfamouscigarbar.com slash cigar event. And welcome back to the Aficionado Show. I'm your host, Kevin Robbins. With me is Adam Hood. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, we're smoking the Rocky Patel 20th Anniversary Cigar. Adam's getting ready to uh, cut and light his cigar. Um, we smoked this on the trip to Honduras, uh, and it was a great smoke. I had gotten reacquainted with it because uh, I hadn't smoked it in quite a while. This is actually uh, Rocky's premium, most premium cigar. Uh, highest price, most premium cigar, and I got reacquainted with it on the trip, Adam, and, and uh, not only myself, but everybody on the trip just loved it. So uh, off right off the website, the Rocky Patel website, I'm going to read you the description of the 20th anniversary. Uh, it is a Maduro, the 20th anniversary Maduro, uh, celebrating 20 years in the business of creating iconic cigars. The new 20th anniversary Maduro brand follows the lineage of the Rocky Patel decade. 15th anniversary, and the 20th anniversary natural brand. Uh, after four years of development, Rocky still wasn't fully satisfied with the Maduro blend, uh, recognized its potential greatness. He allowed the Maduro wrapper to age an additional 18 months, and now Rocky proudly presents the 20th anniversary Maduro. Uh, it came out in April of 2017, comes in three sizes, the Rothschild, uh, the Robusto Grande, and a Toro, which is what we're smoking uh, got a 91 rating uh, by Cigar Snob Magazine, and it was actually uh, in Rob Report Best of the Best in 2017. So, Did you see the cigar being made down there? Um, I did not see this cigar being made, and you can see um, it's it's interesting when you're down there, they've got orders for certain things, so that they're working, sure. so you're not you're not seeing everything being made right. uh, at, that, at that particular time. It's whatever they're pushing through. Well, it follows the crop, too, right? right. So they... they pull the crop for a specific cigar it sits for x amount of months or years or whatever it takes and then it just so happens when that thing's done fermenting that's what they're making right and it's it's also based on orders from obviously customers and and what the need is so uh actually did not see the 20th uh uh, anniversary maduro being made it is a box press cigar uh rocky is a huge fan of box press cigars by the way um he believes that they, it, it makes for a better cigar, it makes for a better draw, it burns better. That's his belief. So as you see, he has a lot of, of box press cigars in his lineup. So um, that is uh, that is what the 20th anniversary is, is a box press. Maduro, great cigar, really enjoy it. Um, it it's just a smooth, um, sweet Maduro. And, and, you know, Adam, a lot of Maduros that I smoke... Um, Sometimes I feel like they're trying too hard to be a Maduro, if you know what I mean. <laughs> they're they're really strong and they're really almost taste like motor oil. Sometimes they've worked too hard, or or I believe they've maybe um, 
done something to the leaves to get them to look dark. And anyway, it's just not uh, um, the quality of a Maduro like this. And I believe that extra aging probably has something to do with it. But this is a really good, smooth Maduro. That's the thing is that uh, a lot of those are just probably they're too quick off. Right. You know, off that pylon and they're really full of ammonia. They really don't have that time to sit and really mellow out like they're supposed to. You, you, you'll you get that cigar that has that ammonia aspect to it, and it's kind of bitter, and it's kind of harsh. And you know a good Maduro when you got it. And it shouldn't take your breath away. Right. And- it should have a little pop to it, but it it shouldn't it shouldn't be a overwhelming palate experience. Right. And it's a very pretty cigar. You know, the Maduro, you can tell that they've not done anything to color this cigar or anything. It's just a beautiful cigar. Um, and that's one of the things they talk about in Honduras a lot is the fact that they they age the tobacco long enough to get all that ammonia out of it. And so many manufacturers um, don't. They don't take the time to do that. Uh, and it, it you get you get harsh cigars. And one of the things that Rocky talks about all the time is, you can smoke his cigar all the way down until you can't hold it anymore, and it will never get harsh on you. It'll never get bitter on you because they have aged that and worked that out of it. So, uh, again, the 20th anniversary Maduro uh, is a and it, and it honors his 20 years in business, of course. So, um, big fan of this cigar. So, and Adam, when I was in uh, duty free in Miami, headed out of uh, headed out of the country. I found my beloved monkey shoulder, and I didn't think I was going to find monkey shoulder in Duty Free. Uh, I walk into this massive, oh my God, massive Duty Free store in Miami's airport. And, uh, of course, tons of booze. And I'm going through, and Johnny Walker's prominently everywhere, of course. And there's a lot of other stuff. And so I go, I just keep looking and keep looking and keep looking. And clear in the back on the bottom shelf, there it was, monkey shoulder. Uh, it was uh, liter bottles instead of 750s like we get here in the United which, States. Which is amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't go wrong with that. So, uh, And they had it on special, two of those liter bottles for 50 bucks. So I, needless to say, grabbed up two of them to take with me to, uh, to Honduras and Nicaragua. And uh, we enjoyed them immensely, and no monkey shoulder returned. Uh, I'll just say that. Uh, also, when you get into... Uh, Honduras at Tegucigalpa at the airport there, you can actually buy from the duty-free store there as well because you're you're an international person, an international traveler. So when we got there, we were went in and looked at some more scotch and things because some of the guys forgot to to hit duty-free in Miami. And we found all kinds of deals and, and, you know, the prices marked were great. And then the ladies were saying, giving us even more special deals. So, um, one of the guys that was on the trip with me, uh, his, his name is actually Don Johnson. Uh, Don Johnson is a, uh, is a friend of mine and he is a scotch drinker as well. So we were looking through and they said, Oh, they would do uh two for 80. So 40 bucks a bottle on liters of the, the Glenlivet that we're, we're drinking today. Uh, so the, it's, this is the Glenlivet, the Master Distillers Reserve. And tell us a little bit about that scotch. Before we jump into that Glenlivet too much, I just kind of want to go back to what you were saying for the 20th anniversary for Rocky Patel Cigars. Look, 20 years in anything that you've run a business is a milestone. Obviously, it's a huge milestone. 20 years in the cigar business is a lifetime in other businesses. Uh, some of the things these guys endure and deal with and and you know, work so hard to achieve, but 20 years in the cigar business, it's, you can't overlook that. You, no. re, you, you really can't. 
Absolutely. And and I've made no bones about the fact that I'm a big Rocky fan. I'm a big Nish and, and Nimish fan. I'm a, a fan of their products. I'm a fan of those guys. I really enjoy spending time with them. As you, you know, everyone knows they were on. Uh, I had uh, Nimish and Rocky on the on the very first show. Very first, yes. And was thrilled to have those guys on the first show. So and not only, Adam, do they go through all the things that they have to deal with with their business, but they're fighting the government on a regular basis. And I'm not going to get I'm not going to get into that. But uh, most cigars, educated cigar smokers know uh if you if you pay attention at all that the FDA is constantly trying to make changes and make this very difficult Absolutely. for these manufacturers so not only are they dealing with just all of the things they have to deal with in business they also have to deal with uh, this government regulation as well so you're absolutely right uh congratulations to those guys obviously it's well over 20 years now but congratulations to those guys for being an amazing cigar company for 20 plus years so so um, moving into the scotch Glenlivet for me is one of those all those restaurants have it. Mm-hmm. They just do. Um, 12 is like a staple. Everybody's it, got the 12. Exactly. It, in, in, if you're a Scots drinker, you know that that's, it's like absolute. Yeah. You, the Applebee's, not that I dine at Applebee's, but I'm just saying the Applebee's, the Friday, they all, if they're going to carry a scotch, it's a Glenlivet. Yeah. This thing is, it's light. It's, it has a ton of flavor in it and the, it balances with this uh, 20 year Maduro so well, because again, the cigar is a little more bold. It's a little more, uh, you know, flavorful and it's, it's up front with your palate and that Glenn Levitt just balances it so well. Looking on the Glenn Levitt site, it says that it, you know, finishes with a marzipan and fresh hazelnut. I don't get that deep into that stuff. <laughs> You know, we've we've always made jokes about these these reviews. You know the right. the nutty and the leather and the mar- what I, I I can't even tell you what marzipan is. And I got to be honest, I'm not even going to take the time to Google it because I don't sure. care. It just sounds stupid to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, for me, it's you, you look up these things, and it's you know even even cigar reviews they're notorious for it as well. That you know they have a dried red current. It's like right. I don't think I've ever even eaten a dry, and I understand that that's a raisin. I totally understand that. Right, but I didn't. But good. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yes. For me, when I first cut a cigar, I always do what's called a cold draw, and that's where I pick up the majority of those flavors. Right. I pick up a lot. It, cocoa and coffee are always on the top for me as far as flavors. I, it's just almost a given with tobacco that that's what you're going to get. You're going to get some form of chocolate. You're going to get some form of coffee. You're going to taste the, but these people that get all crazy into this stuff and say that they taste, you know, rawhide leather and right. You know, all this stuff I don't get, but my thing is, is the 20th year Rocky Patel cigar is it's a bold cigar. It's that, got the Maduro wrapper on it. It's full of flavor and it's, it's not too spicy, which is good, mm-hmm. but drinking this Glenn Levitt with it really balances out this pairing. That is just for me is it's a lot of fun. And yeah. It's, it's I just, like it a lot. It's a great experience to try these two things together. And it was just by, by chance that I picked up this bottle because they were, you know, we were just kind of looking at things and, and I picked this one up and she, <laughs> this lady in, in, in her broken English, said two for eighty. I'm like, okay, well, that's sure. cool. done. So Don and I uh, split it, and he took one, and I took one. So uh, 
Uh, we drank the monkey shoulder when we, were, when we were down there, and he and I each brought one of the uh, Glenlivet's homes. So. Yeah, and I'm, gl- I'm glad that you brought this back because we did a little research, and uh, this is a liter size, correct? Correct. Correct. So uh, after a little bit of research, we did this uh, size and blend. Can I call it a blend? It's a single yeah. malt, right? Yeah, no, it's a blend. Okay. It is actually okay. a blend, yeah. Okay, so so this blend was made for travel? Yeah, that's what it said on the website. So right. ultimately, duty-free. I thought that duty-free was really cool. Sales, that yeah. it, it, not to mention this, this scotch is discontinued from what the research that we've done. But here we are with a discontinued scotch. And not only is it discontinued, but there's no way you would have got that had you not been in that airport era in uh, Honduras. Honduras. Yeah. So it's it, we're excited about it. It's special that we get to drink this, and and uh, they do make a Glenlivet Distillers Edition here in the United States. Has some blue on the label. Uh, I've had it; it's excellent as well. Very expensive Distillers Edition here is uh, going to be in the hundred and well, not very expensive one twenty to one fifty range. Sure. So it's a, it's a pricey bottle of scotch. Uh, so to have gotten something similar to that for uh, forty bucks, I'm pretty excited about it. And it's a leader, so uh, we've got a challenge against us. Normally, we can knock out a seven fifty a monkey shoulder during the show. Yeah. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to work hard on this one. But, I agree. But, and the thing is, like Glenlivet, man. Again, like I said, typically all your restaurants have it. If they're gonna order a scotch, because again, if you're a scotch drinker, you're seeking out a scotch place to go drink at. You know what you want. You know if they have a good selection. But if you're if you want to get into scotch. Glenlivet is not a bad place to start. Absolutely. They all tend to be light and flavorful and well-balanced. And look, scotch has a huge spectrum of, of what it involves. And it's not too smoky. It's not too spicy. It's not too overbearing. The Glenlivet is a well-rounded, good starter scotch. It is. And, and you know, I feel bad sort of uh, drinking a scotch on the show that you can't get. So we're telling you about how great this scotch is and you can't get it. But just what Adam said, there are many made by Glenlivet. The 12 is a staple you can find almost anywhere. Distiller's Edition is is a is an excellent step up uh, again to uh, to check out. I saw that Total Wine has uh, has the whole line of Glenlivet. So Glenlivet is a great product that uh, that I think you you can enjoy all of them if you're not into the super smoky scotches. None of the Glenlivet scotches are going to be smoky. They're going to be they're going to be on the sweeter side of things. So definitely check out the Glenlivet. Um, you will enjoy many of them, I'm sure. So and not to mention the price point for some like the twelve year. I'm going to say it's thirty. No, nah, it's a and little it's a little more than that, it? but not much. It's in the forty range, okay. but still not bad. But still, I mean, if you're venturing into scotch and you don't want to waste forty dollars, you can drink that. If you can drink vodka, you can drink that scotch. Oh yeah, yep, it's smooth. And we got the uh, we got the ice balls here at the uh, at the aficionado uh, show studios, and uh, we're enjoying the Glenlivet Master Distillers Reserve. So, Adam, when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about my trip to uh, Honduras and Nicaragua, to the Rocky Patel House and the Factory in Fields. What a great trip it was with a great group of guys. Uh, I, I have so many stories that we could go on forever, but we won't do that. But I will share with the group uh, a little bit about the trip and Definitely, it's something that if uh, if they get an opportunity, should should uh, try to do because it's a trip of a lifetime for a cigar lover. So we'll talk a little more about that after the break right here on The Aficionado Show. 
Hi, this is Kevin Robbins with American Eagle Mortgage and the host of The Aficionado Show. Whether you're looking to refinance your mortgage or purchase your dream home here in Southwest Florida, I'd love to earn your business. I have the experience and local knowledge to get the job done. Give me a call at 239-471-0505. That's 239-471-0505. Or visit me online at kevinrobbins.com. NMLS 161-3797. Lind US LLC. DBA. American Eagle Mortgage. NMLS 1938. Equal housing opportunity. Are you tired of looking at that old kitchen or bath and it's time to give it an update? Maybe you would like to have a beautiful new outdoor kitchen or living area. Or have you decided you want new flooring in your home? If so, Phenomenal Construction is your choice for all things related to renovations and remodeling. For a free quote, contact Phenomenal Construction at 333-9015. That's 333-9015. You can also visit them online at PhenomenalConstructionHome.com. Phenomenal Construction is a Florida residential contractor, license number CRC 1331743. Burn by Rocky Patel is an evolution in cigar lounges featuring a design that draws on an exotic mix of Mediterranean, Asian, and Cuban cultures. The world-class humidor in Burn also features private lockers where our guests can keep their cigars in perfect condition. Burn by Rocky Patel stocks the full line of Rocky Patel premium cigars as well as cigars from other top cigar makers from around the world. Burn by Rocky Patel, located in Mercado in Naples, next to Cabo Lounge. Hood Designs, the official marketing and branding partner of the Aficionado Show. Hood Designs is a highly versatile design firm specializing in branding, marketing, print, and digital. With their extensive knowledge of web development and graphic design, they're able to assist your business to reaching its marketing goals. Hood Designs is well known for their project promptness and pride themselves in creating satisfied clients. Contact Hood Designs today and learn how they can help you with your business goals. 561-247-4931 or visit hooddesigns.com. And welcome back to the Aficionado Show. I'm your host, Kevin Robbins. With me is Adam Hood. Uh, earlier, we were talking about the trip to Honduras and Nicaragua to visit Rocky Patel's house, his factory, his fields, his entire process uh, down in Honduras and Nicaragua. And first, I want to let everybody know before we talk about this trip that this is not some exclusive trip that because I have been involved in the business that I, I only got to do. No, there were 11 of us, including myself, That excuse me, 10 of us, including myself, that the other nine were customers of the world-famous cigar bar that got in on this trip and were able to go. They were very simply customers of the bar that expressed an interest in this trip when we put it out there. So if you're listening to us locally here in Southwest Florida, you can follow the world-famous cigar bar on Facebook and and sign up for their email uh, list for the opportunity to learn about next year's trip. Generally, they do one a year. Um if you're listening somewhere else in the country, check with your local retailer because they will have the opportunity to uh, to go on this trip. So with that, I want everybody to know that, you know, and here's the great thing too, Adam, this trip, the only cost to the attendee, myself and those that went, was airfare. Everything else was covered. Now we might, we spent a few hundred bucks on random little things, sure. but no, no. Uh, food costs, no lodging, lodging costs, costs, none of that. That's all handled by Rocky Patel. Um, All you have to do is get there. We flew out of Miami, uh, nonstop into Tegelsagapa, two hour flight, easy flight, American Airlines, small plane. Boom, we're there. Got lucky both ways. Uh, Wasn't I had empty seats beside me. uh, So it was comfortable both ways. Luckily, I guess there's not a ton of people going in and out of Tegelsagapa from Miami. But um, so it's a quick, easy flight, two hours. You're down there. How many cigars did you walk away with? 
Um, the honestly, you don't really walk away with cigars down there too much. Um, there is a trunk. So as soon as we get off, going back to you know, we land in in, in uh, uh, Tegucigalpa. They there is a host there. His name was G. Uh, I couldn't even begin to pronounce his name, but we called him G just because it was easy. Great guy. Love G. G took very good care of us. And uh, Christopher May from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars was with us as well on the trip as as our tour guide, uh, along with G. Great so, guy. Christopher's a great guy. Oh, yeah. And and we hope to have Christopher on the show. I was hoping to do a little bit of interview with Christopher when we were down there. And sadly, Christopher and I both got, got hit with that stomach sure. thing. So he and I, neither one were in uh, in a mode to be able to really do a lot of that stuff in the evening. So we were just hanging on for dear life to get sure. through the trip at that point. Still had a great time. But um, so you ask about uh, what was your question again? I apologize. So my question is, did you come back with oh, cigars? Right. And if you did, how many? So when we when we get on the bus, uh, there's a bus waiting on us to haul us to the house. Uh, on the first day, how long is that ride? Uh, it's a couple hours. It's okay. it's a haul, a two so two and a half cigars hours on the bus, though. Right? But that's my point. Yeah. As soon as you get on the bus, there's a trunk, a very large trunk of cigars, <laughs> and there's five or six different blends, uh, and they're marked what they are. We had the sun grown. We had the you know the edge. Uh, are they unbanded? Yeah, they're unbanded, okay, cool. uncellophane. They're just that's in cool. there. Yeah, so they're yeah. they're taking them right from the factory sure. and tossing them in a box, ready for us. So, um, so the point is, we don't. You don't really bring cigars home, but you don't want for a cigar any of the time you're down there. Okay. So uh, the only time, the only cigars that we did bring back is I brought a couple back that they gave us the last night to try, and I just was done smoking for the day. Sure. So just a couple of those were left. I'm surprised and, that with you. Well, again, remember my I, stomach I, issues. I so that was more uh, what caused that than me stopping to drink or stopping the drinking or the smoking. But um, we do we did get the opportunity to blend our own cigars. So while we were that down there, cool. we had a blending day at the at the factory, and we and laying out on the table, and I'm kind of jumping ahead of the the the, the story, story a little bit, but laying out on the table, they set up, and they've got wrappers, they've got filler tobacco, and they've got binder tobacco, and uh, it says right on it where it's from and all that stuff, and and they give you a sheet, um, you put your name at the top of it, and uh, you pick obviously one wrapper, one binder three fillers. Uh, so we went through and, and blended our own cigars. That's all. Awesome. So what we did bring back is they gave us a, they gave us one the day we blended. They rolled it right in front of us and handed it to oh, us wow. so we could go back to the house and smoke it. I have not smoked it yet. Um, and then the last night, they give us a five-pack in cellophane with our name on a band. Oh, very So it cool. says Kevin Robbins on the band. They're banded up. There's five of them. I think or I may have six. I don't know. But then there's cellophane. But these are cigars that you've got to remember when a cigar is is rolled, it's aged in in a uh, basically a big old humidor, an aging room, they call it. But it's a great big humidor for another six weeks before it's it goes anywhere. Right. Before it's shipped. Correct. So you don't we're not just taking those right off the rolling table, throwing a band right. on them and putting them in a box and sending them. So those need some age on them. So I am actually saving all six or seven that I have going to age them for six weeks in my humidor and then try them at that point. So that, that's one of the things attending an event that has a cigar roller and they call it a fresh rolled, you know, when that guy gets there, those things are, they've already been aged. They're ready to go. So you call it a fresh roll. It's, Literally, the only reason fresh is in that name is because he's rolling it right in front of you. Well, yes and no. There are <clears throat> there are rollers that you'll see at events that are rolling from scratch. They're rolling the everything. Sure. Now, here's my problem with that. 
is that you've got to remember that tobacco has to be moist, wet to to work with it, right. to, for it to be pliable, for for them to be able to work with it. Uh, it. The wrapper has to be the most wet. The rest of it doesn't have to be sure. as as moist as as the the wrapper. So the issue with rolling a cigar from scratch and handing it to you right then is it doesn't stay lit well. It's Correct. not, it's not, it, it's what it's moist. And what's cool is they actually, uh, um, and I pulled up my blend here. I'm going to tell you what I, what I put in my blend in just a second. But, um, the, the, they assigned each one of us to a manager on the floor and the manager that, that I got assigned to luckily spoke a little English and, and was a awesome guy. I wish I could remember his name. Um, but he actually had them roll up just a, a quick, I don't know, uh, a quick cigar with my blend in it, and it was rough cut, you know, on both ends. They didn't, they didn't do it fancy. They sure. just rolled it up. Sure. And he said, "Here, light this." I said, "Okay, which end do I light?" And there's a, you know, there is a specific end to light. Just by, just so you know, obviously we know it because we cut one end and we light the other. Right. But when they handed me that, you had to. There was a certain end you had to light. Uh, and it's the way the tobacco is rolled, and I'm not an expert enough to tell which is which, but sure. just saying that that they handed me one right there, just just rough. They rolled it up real quick and said, "Here, try this and see what you think." And it was awesome. We got to I got to smoke it, and it, you know. But the problem was, and the point I'm telling you is, not only was that cool, but it didn't. Burn, I had to relight it constantly. Oh, absolutely. So it's way too it's way too moist. So most of the time, uh, rolling events that you hear advertised here on the Aficionado Show that I'm involved with, if you follow me on social media, um, that I book around Southwest Florida, those are uh, actually the bunch is pre-rolled. So the bunch is the filler and the binder. It is pre-rolled right. and it ages for those six weeks. That That's that magic number is six weeks for that to age and dry and get in. And they, they marinate together. So in that six-week time, that tobacco is marinating together, similar to like wine is marinating together, sure. the grapes, whatever. So then what that roller is doing is putting the wrapper on, but it's still a little moist. So when he puts a wrapper on, it's got to set for 15, 20 minutes to get some of the moisture out of it right. before you can fire it up. But it's a lot easier to smoke that cigar than one rolled from hand right then because it's it's a it's a pain in the ass to try to keep it lit. The point that I was trying to convey, though, is that you're not getting, you know, what's called green tobacco. Right. You know, everyone thinks fresh. They think, oh, this thing was just picked out of the field. Right. No. You know, that's, that's not what you're getting. Because if you smoke green tobacco... You better be ready for a ride. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. So this is, yeah, it's absolutely aged tobacco. Right. Fermented, aged, it's it's ready to go. So uh, so here is my, um, here is my blend. I took a picture of the, uh, of my special blend. And uh, uh, the wrapper was a C-A-P-A, Capa Habano uh, Claro from Jalapa in Nicaragua, the Jalapa region. Uh, the binder... Uh, was a Bonda, Connecticut, uh, Honduras uh, wrapper, or excuse me, binder. And then the fillers, three fillers, I chose three different ones, a Viso Habano uh, from Hamastran, which is a, a region in Honduras, just so you know. Um, Hamast- we were in the Hamastran Valley, which is, uh, <clears throat> the Hamast- and it's a valley, so obviously a valley is between mountains and the water runs down there, so the 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 uh, soil is very fertile, sure. so a lot of tobacco is grown in Hamastran. Another one of my fillers was the uh, was a Viso Habano from Costa Rica, so a Costa Rican tobacco, and then I had a Seiko in there, uh, which is a Connecticut. For those of you that don't know, there are three parts of the plant, right? You've got Lajero, 
you've got Viso, you've got Seiko. So when I'm referencing these here, uh, a v, uh, Lajero is the top of the plant. Lajero is the strongest tobacco. Why? Because it's closest to the sun. So it's getting the most sun. It's the strongest of the plant. Then you've got uh, Viso. Viso's in the middle. Seiko's at the bottom. So when you're blending, you're breaking the plant down into three different sections to have different blends. Now, Rocky actually bl- goes one step farther than the three sections. He actually breaks it down into primings. So the plant has nine primings. So when he's blending a cigar, he's looking for priming number three or priming number six on the plant as opposed to just breaking it down into somewhere in the top third, somewhere in the middle third, somewhere in the bottom third. So um, just something unique about Rocky, and I'm sure maybe others do that, but that is something unique Rocky does. He turns it into primings as opposed to just those three parts of the cigar. And typically the bottom of the plant with less sun exposure are wrappers, correct? Um, yeah, they, they're typically, typically they're, they're lighter and they are, um, um, more leathery. Yeah. And, and they, they have, um, uh, they tend to be a better looking leaf too. So, um, and then we have, of course you have shade grown tobacco, which shade grown tobacco, a lot of that goes to wrapper because it's, it is, uh, they're beautiful. So shade grown tobacco grows. I don't know if you know this, but shade grown tobacco, the plants grow bigger and taller Mm -hmm. than in the sun. And the reason is because they're putting a cheesecloth over the entire, uh, and if you can, you can go on our social media, by the way, and see all these pictures, we're going to create a, uh, a folder for all these pictures. So you can go check some of this stuff out, but shade grown is basically they've taken cheesecloth and put it over an entire field. It's huge as far as you can see. So what that's doing is that's blocking the sun out. So what the plant's doing is it's working harder to get to the sun. Sure. So it grows taller. It grows bigger. So it's working harder to get to the sun. So anyway, that is, um, that is the breakdown that explains a little bit about my blend. Uh, so I'm looking forward to smoking it. Matt, that will be a cigar we will smoke on the show so in I. the future. I, I hope I get one of those. Yeah, in the future, we'll fire one up on the show and we'll we'll check it out. Again, I don't, I didn't smoke any of them yet, so I have no idea what to expect other than that raw one that they gave me, sure. which smoked well, but not a good representation of the cigar, of course. Right. But it was it was good. So. Um, but back to the trip. So, like I say, we jump on the bus. Immediately, there's a, there's a cooler full of beer, soda, water, Honduran beer, two or three different kinds. Um, Do you remember any names? No, I don't. No. I'm, you know I'm not a beer guy. Um, yeah, I drank I some beer while I was there. I just they I talk, I had the, ho- the guys that, that knew the beer on the bus um, uh, give me the lightest one because it just... But it was, so it was nice. It was hot. So, we get, you know, to have a little bit of beer was good. Um, but on the bus was the 10 of us. Christopher May, G, who was our host. Then we had uh, security, and we had the bus driver. So there was, and security alternated. It was a different guy every other day, uh, and then the bus driver. So there was a, there was a good group of us on there. Those guys took great care of us. So we get on the bus, a cooler full of beer. Was security a big factor? Did you think no. you? Yeah, I'm saying. Do you no. really think you needed that? No, but it, not at all. I got you. Not at all. I, I again, that's this is the fourth time I've been down there. Right. Not once have I ever felt uncomfortable. Gotcha. Um, now, I, just more of a precaution, right? Showboating or whatever it may be. Yeah. No, I think it's just a precaution to know to for anyone that's out there to know that. He always has security with right. us, and it may be insurance reasons. So they, or, yeah, they know better yeah, than to to try you, anything. You've never felt that you've no, nah, not once needed did that I, security. Not once did I have a concern about my safety anywhere. I mean, we would walk down uh, to the coffee shop, and 
and get coffee. Now you never you don't want to wander off by yourself. How's the coffee there? Oh God, the coffee's great. I brought back. Is it just so much different than here? <clears throat> it's um, it's very very good. It's very it's very bold. Um, that's what I like in coffee. Yeah, me too. And and I brought some back. I have some. Okay. So we'll uh, we'll knock out. Maybe we'll we'll make a pot of coffee on a show coming yeah, up. Absolutely. And we'll Let's skip some that. scotch and we'll do absolutely. coffee instead. Let's do that. But um, I brought back two different blends, and it was really cool because everything's family down there, right? So um, one of the young ladies that um, so one of the days that we go on the tour or on the the tour to the fields and the barns, the the curing barns and all that. Um, there were these three young ladies that were interns at Rocky Patel from the university there in Honduras and, uh, great young ladies. Obviously I couldn't communicate with them whatsoever, right. but they were, they could seem to be as sweet as they could be. And, and, uh, so they came along for, for the tour and to see these things that they hadn't seen yet. And so one of them actually had her family has a, has a, uh, a coffee factory. So she brought coffee one day and sold us some coffee. Five bucks a bag. Great, great coffee. Like a pound? Uh, yeah, I guess okay. I guess it's a pound, yeah. And then um, one of the security officers, his family works on a, on a, on a uh, uh, coffee farm. So I bought two bags from him. Okay. Five bucks a bag or four bucks a bag. I don't sure. know what it was. But anyway, it was, I think it was five bucks a bag for all of them. But great coffee. I've made a few pots since I've been home. Very, very good coffee. Um, for some reason, down there, it tastes better. And I think it's because they're making it in one of those big metal brewing brewing pots. Sure. The old style, I, you know, like your grandma probably had and has a little nozzle on the front of it to uh, to dispense it. Um, but anyway, it was very strong there at the house, which was amazing. Now, but. now I know that in, you talked a little bit about how you suffered from some sickness and they tell you not to drink the water. So when they're brewing coffee, is this reverse osmosis water? No, they actually have, they have a bottled water, uh, like we have here, you know, the bottled water things with the, the the nozzles on the front of it, whatever you call that thing. Um, they have bottled water there. So, and they, they buy ice that is, that is, they make sure that the ice that they buy for us is, See, it doesn't bother them as crazy as it is, but well, it bothers. They, they grew up with it, right? But it bothers us. So they're very, sure. they're very cognizant of of buying ice. If we're out on the road and we need ice, they'll stop at a gas station, and if it's not filtered water ice or if it's not special water ice, they won't buy it because gotcha. they know it'll bother us. But gotcha. but they, um, so they're making coffee with the bottled water, not with out of the faucet stuff. So yes, when you brush your teeth. You have to use bottled water. You don't want to run your toothbrush under right. water. You don't want to do any of that. Uh, where I made my mistake, honestly, not thinking about it, but um, yeah, is is that I ate some lettuce. Um, they had salad one day. Right. Well, didn't think about it. You know, it's. I figured if it was out there, it was okay. Well, once I got home and did a little research, found out that it's not good to eat vegetables down there that haven't been cooked because right. they were what? washed in their water correct so that's what got us and and there were multiple of us that got it so if you ever go to honduras nicaragua any of the foreign countries don't eat the lettuce uh make sure that you're and it, you don't drink the water stay away from anything that's not cooked you know everything else was cooked if it's beef it's, it's chicken it's all good it's just make sure that it's cooked so uh we're going to take a break adam and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more, bit more about the trip and all the amazing things we got to do and some of the great guys that were on the trip as well right here on the aficionado show
Nobody beats the world-famous cigar bar, Southwest Florida's original cigar bar since 1996. Step into the humidor and let one of the experienced tobacconists help you pick the perfect cigar from their great selection. And the liquor? Martinis, single malt scotches, small batch bourbons, high-end cognacs, and a great selection of craft beers. The world-famous cigar bar in historic downtown Fort Myers at the corner of First and Hendry, at Gulf Coast Town Center next to Outback Steakhouse, and in Cape Coral on 47th Terrace in Big John's Plaza. Good times, great cigars at the world-famous cigar bar. Ioni Insurance and Risk Management is an independent insurance agency here in Southwest Florida. They've been providing complete and comprehensive insurance portfolio risk management services in Florida for over 25 years. Ioni Insurance and Risk Management is proud to serve our community in all things insurance and risk management. For more information about how they can assist you and your business, call 239-707-1133. Again, 239-707-1133. Or visit them online at IoniInsurance.com. That's I-A-N-N-O-N-E Insurance.com. Hi, this is Pat Denson, Vice President of Astero Bay Chevrolet. When you sell the most cars, you have the luxury of keeping only the finest pre-owned vehicles for every price category. Many are one-owner trades, many purchase new here. We don't go to the auction and purchase other people's problems. So if you're in the market for the nicest used cars and trucks and sport utilities, there's no better place to buy than a Stero Bay Chevrolet. Find new roads, exit 123, your ride, your way today at SteroBayChevrolet.com. Would you like to have an authentic cigar roller at your wedding, bachelor party, corporate event, or birthday party? You can with Cigar Event Services by the world-famous Cigar Bar. Your event can have an experienced cigar roller and cigar host to create a unique experience for your guests. They also offer custom cigar bands made with your name, logo, or even your baby's name. Visit worldfamouscigarbar.com slash cigar event for more info. Let them customize the perfect cigar package for your event. Again, that's worldfamouscigarbar.com slash cigar event. So we're back on the Aficionado Show. I'm Kevin Robbins, your host. With me is Adam Hood. And we were talking, Adam, about my trip to Honduras and Nicaragua with the group from the World Famous Cigar Bar. Uh, so, like I said, we jumped on the bus from the airport, cooler full of beer and soda and water, big, big trunk full of cigars. Uh, I can't even remember what all was in there. There were there were sun groans. There were edges. There was just just a little bit of everything. It was do you great. Rem- do you remember what you lit up first? Uh, sun grown. Okay. Sun grown was the first one I grabbed. Uh, I love the I love the regular sun grown. Love the sun grown Maduro. We did have some of those on the last night, um, so it was uh, was great. We we got to smoke a lot of different Rocky product. Really really enjoyed that. Um, so smoking, drinking, headed back to the house. First night, uh, all we do is go back to the house. That's the first uh, house is beautiful. By the way, they had a they had an older house before. Um, that was a little. It was nice for me. I didn't mind it, but there was a lot of people that kind of complained about it. It was a little. Not uh, not current. I've let's seen, just I've say. seen pictures, man, and there's still a pretty house. But, I get it, and but now there's this pool. And, oh, the pool's beautiful. Yeah. And the house is beautiful. I didn't take enough pictures of the house. And you know what's interesting about houses down there? You don't know this is a house. You're, it's on a city block, right? Right. And they're all compound style. So there's outer walls, and there's a garage door and a front door. But it doesn't look like a house, like a traditional house in the United States. It's a, it's a, you got walls and it takes up a quarter of the block, let's say. Sure. And that's, it's the outer walls of the block and you come in the front door and you're inside the compound. There are no windows out to the outside in this house. There are windows. So it's, but it's a courtyard style house. 
So there's there are plenty of light and natural natural light and things. It's a courtyard style house. There's just no windows out to the street, right? For security reasons, of course. So um, we get to the house. Immediately, they've got a snack there for us. These really cool little burrito kind of things. They were great, great food. The food was great there the whole time. Um, we immediately, you know, we're smoking, we're drinking. I break out the monkey shoulder that I bought at Duty Free, and, and away we go. So the first night was great. We had a great time, and it's just relaxing. It's smoking, it's drinking. Uh, a couple of guys jumped in the pool. It was a little cool down there at night. It was in the 50s at night. I'm not a big fan of jumping in a cold pool. Some of those guys enjoyed that. I right. did not do so. So no hot tubs, so I just I hung out. But it was relaxing. We just hung out. There's tons of great furniture outside. I mean, we're sitting in we're sitting in big cushy chairs and couches and stuff outside. We're not sitting in lawn chairs, if you will. Right. So a little bit later, they make us dinner. We have an amazing dinner and just hang out and drink and get to know each other. And it was a it was a great group of guys. And so uh, the next day, we get up uh, every morning. We're up by eight, we're up early and then on the road by eight o'clock because they're full days of, of of the trip. So we're on the road by eight o'clock. Um, First day we jump in and we go out to the factory, the fields, and all that. So we actually got to see the nursery. So the nursery is where they plant the seeds into the little planters. Um, it grows up to about three or four inches high. Then they they pull the plant out of that planter, take it out to the field, plant it in the field. And it grows on from there. So the nurseries are looks like an actual you know an actual nursery here. You know that kind of greenhouse looking thing. Sure. So we went to the nursery. Uh, it's interesting. There's a picture on the social media that that we'll upload. Uh, the size of a tobacco seed. I, I there's a picture of tobacco seeds in the palm of my hand. It's seriously the size of a pepper. Right. It's almost microscopic. Yeah, it's very tiny. So when they plant seeds into those little planters, they're they're putting two or three seeds or, you know, in each pod. In each little pod, right. right. And then they go through and sort them out as they start growing. And the strongest one wins, basically. Yep. They're plucking the other ones and tossing them. Right. They pick the, the best of the, the best. The strongest one wins, right? So Anyway, there, there. That's what the nursery was. There was, there was some, there was some. Uh, nobody was really working in the nursery when we were there. There was just some plants there growing. Got to see the seeds, all that. It was great. Um, then we went to the, uh, the 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 curing barns. So a curing barn is basically a great big barn where the after they've picked the tobacco leaves, they actually put uh, they sew two of them together mm-hmm. with a string and drape them over this pole. And then they hang these poles in the barn. And the barn is, I don't know, Adam, probably four stories, five stories high. And wow. these guys are climbing up right. there. And they're actually hanging these in several different rows and rows across and up and down. And that's the, the tobacco is curing in there. It's basically turning from green to brown. But I, I did see some of the videos on your Instagram. And those guys are safety harness oh yeah they're, you know they're yeah. you know they're locked in like but they're climbing around in there no, like i get nothing. It. it's crazy and, and those guys are they're moving through those banisters i guess you call them and but again you think third world country you think honduras and what every one of those guys were in safety harnesses and they were latched in that yep. you know unfortunately if they did fall that they were safe right correct 
So it was, uh, it's fun to watch those guys do that. And these poles are, you saw the picture of all of us behind one of them, right? It's probably, right. what would you say that was? 20 feet long? Easy. Yes, yeah, 20 feet long. And they're, you know, they're handing it up and it's going up and being hung. And so the tobacco uh, uh, actually cures in the barns there. So the barns are, there is natural heat in these barns. Mm-hmm. They are insulated on the outside. So, and, and at night, they actually push heat into the barn. So there's heat during the day, and then they're pushing heat into it at night to cure the tobacco. Well, the barns are built north to south, and so they get those winds that are blowing through, and they've got this whole system that is right. set up to, to make sure that those things cure, or sorry, or dry out at that point. And, right. But I thought that was cool that it was kind of the women on the floor, and they were the ones that were stringing it up, and the men right. were the ones who were you know doing the quote unquote monkeying around right, right. climbing, you know, climbing those yeah. banisters and stuff. But I thought that was really cool seeing it's, those pictures. It's cool to watch them do that. So we, we saw that and then we went to the um shade grown fields. Uh so in Honduras all we saw was shade grown tobacco. Uh we saw listen, we saw tons and tons of tobacco as we drove. Sure. Right? Because there's tobacco everywhere. But when we actually got out and physically looked and touched, uh in Honduras all we saw was um, shade grown tobacco and these were huge beautiful plants and there's pictures of me uh, standing next to these plants and and holding the leaves and spreading the leaves out and and it was awesome so there's also I want to tell you this too and I don't know if you, you everybody probably a lot of people don't know this but every tobacco plant has a flower on top a of beautiful it. flower and there's a picture I have a picture of one of the beautiful flowers because the, the flower doesn't last long Adam right. you know that right they right. cut it off the reason they cut it off is because it's taking away Correct. from the plant it's they sit- want everything going into the plant so they as soon as that flower comes up and it grows up to its fullest potential they cut that off well you know what's in the flower right no fifty thousand seeds oh wow fifty thousand seeds are in the flower so that's where the seeds come from gotcha. to plant the next set of tobacco right so that's that that's where the seeds come from is in the flower fifty thousand seeds in wow. every flower it's crazy so um but yeah, they cut the flower off. But there, and it's a beautiful flower. There is a picture in, in the social media stuff that we'll post. Um, I'm going to hand all these pictures over to Adam and have him do something really cool with them so that they're up so you guys can see them on our social media. Uh, of course, Aficionado Show is our handle on Facebook, on uh, Instagram, and on Twitter. So we'll put links to all that stuff. But there's so many amazing pictures. I, well over 200, 250 pictures and videos that, that I think you'll really enjoy. But so the plants, uh, I, I was able to find a couple of flowers and got a really good picture of a that's flower. amazing. I grow basil in my backyard, my little herb garden. And that's a known fact that uh, once the basil begins to flower, you have to cut the flower off because the flower takes the nutrients because it takes the most to blossom. So you take that flower off those uh, basil plants so they can thrive, right. so they can continue to grow those you know, big, beautiful basil leaves on that plant for you. And tobacco is the same way. It's interesting. I didn't know that about basil. So that's cool. So that's, so we got to see the shade grown tobacco, uh, walk in the fields, watch them. And they were actually, they were actually, uh, picking at that, at that point. So we were actually watching them, um, pulling off. And when they, when they pick a plant, just so you know, they don't pick the whole plant Uh, they pick, they go through and pick the priming, right? So they're going down the row, picking the priming. 
and then they they put it in a basket and they they carry it off. So they're not picking the whole plant and then go to the next one. So you're not looking at naked tobacco plants when they're when they're picking. They're just picking that one priming, right? Whatever it is that they're asking for, they're going through and getting it, putting it in the baskets and taking it out. So uh, I think you'll see some pictures of these guys carrying these baskets on their shoulders and stuff up and down the aisles and stuff too. So it's very cool. So that was the morning. So we saw we saw the. Uh, uh, the nursery, the curing barns, and the shade-grown tobacco. Then we jumped on the bus, went back to the house. They made us lunch. We relaxed for a few minutes. A couple guys jumped in the pool. Of course, we had had to get a scotch, uh, you know, for lunch. So we we had a little more scotch. Then we jumped in the in the uh, uh, bus again, and then we went to the factory there in Honduras. So the factory in Honduras is actually owned by Nestor Placencia. Yep. Okay. So Rocky doesn't own that factory, even though his name is on the outside. And everything in that building that's everything that's made in that building is Rocky Patel, aside from one little product that's made with the scraps out of Rocky's product. So there is a there is a uh, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but a a off brand you know product that's made there that is that you could buy at a Seven Eleven or something right. that is made with the scraps the the spare tobacco from the Rocky Patel product, but everything else is in there is all Rocky Patel. So in that factory, you're seeing everything from the rollers. So you're seeing a roller that's rolling the bunch. You're seeing a roller that's rolling, putting the wrapper on, right? You're, you, there are, there is leaf sorting in there. So there's ladies and only the ladies can do leaf sorting. Why? Because they have the best eye for detail, mm-hmm. right? And they can actually say that in Honduras and not get in trouble where in America we probably would right, get in trouble yeah, for that. Absolutely. So, uh, just like they wouldn't let me work at Hooters. I don't understand why. <laughs> so anyway, but the ladies, only ladies sort tobacco. So they're sorting the leaves. So what are they sorting? They're sorting for look. So if, if it's a, if it's a, if it's a bigger leaf and it doesn't ha- it have any blemishes, then that's going to be a wrapper leaf. Sure. If it's got some blemishes, you got, you got binder, you got, you got filler. So they're sorting the leaves. There is, um, there is tons of tobacco still aging there on pilones. So, mm-hmm. you know, so there there is tobacco aging there, and there are guys there turning those pilones over. Um, you see quality control is there. So quality control is is crazy with Rocky Patel. I was told, and this sounded high to me, but I was told that 40% of the product made there does not make it to the United States wow. in a Rocky Patel box. Wow. Now, it might be sold as a second. Sure. Or it might just be crunched up and given to the other group to make cigars out of. Right. They don't, but 40% is kicked out. He's that picky about his quality control. Wow. So um, there is uh, an entire room full of quality control, and they are looking at the, they're looking at the outside of the cigar. They're looking if there's a blemish on the cap, if there's a blemish anywhere, if there's a stain on the outside of the cigar, and it doesn't, it's not a consistent look. Um, things that wouldn't bother you and I. Sure. I mean, when we were standing there, they handed us some of the some of the uh, rejects, if you will, just to smoke, and we lit them up, and they were they burnt just fine. They were Absolutely. great cigars, yeah. And they had made it to that far because I'm going to back up for a second. Not only is there quality control in that room after the cigars are rolled and they're in a they're in a you know in a tray, but out on the floor there is managers that are walking around checking the quality control. And remember, every cigar that Rocky Patel makes is draw tested. So you know, and every one, every one goes through the draw tester. Every last one. Wow. So what they do is they roll the bunch again, reminding the bunch is the filler and the binder. Once the bunch is rolled 
and it's put in the mold and pressed for, a, I don't know, a few minutes, however long they leave it in the press, then they take that to the draw tester and he runs them through the draw test. The draw test is basically a machine, as silly as it sounds, that sucks on the cigar. Yep. It You, you slide the cigar into this little tube. Yep. It's sucking air through the cigar because there's no wrapper. There's no uh, uh, wrapper on it yet, right? So you just have the bunch. You just and it's open on each end, and it, there is a range that it has to be in. And I don't, I don't understand the range, but there's a range it has to be in. And if it's not, they take it out. It, it doesn't. It doesn't go it doesn't, on to the right, next. It doesn't pass. The so pass. not only is there quality control, like I said, after it's rolled to look at it to see that blemish or see that the cap wasn't on good or whatever but they're they're draw testing everyone as well as the managers are walking around on a regular basis and checking things out so while i was standing there waiting on my blend to be to be uh made it was very interesting um and i cannot think of her name and it sucks i i i'll think of it probably after we're done recording here but she's the the manager in this factory right so she walks around and watches. Well, the 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 rollers, the the one that was doing the bunch and the one that was doing the wrapper for my blend, and I was standing with him for quite a while. She walks up, and of course they're waiting on mine to be. They're in the mold, so they're they're being molded for for a little bit. So I'm just kind of hanging out with them. And I'm talking to the manager that speaks English that I referenced earlier, and uh, she walks up and she's looking at these cigars. And she starts squeezing them, and she you can tell she's just not happy with them. She's just squeezing them, and she gets this look on her face, and she's just not happy. So she actually takes her fingernail, and she has really long, you know, fake fingernails. Fake fingernails and fake toe, you know, they get they get manicures and pedicures down there like crazy. All sure. the girls had them. So anyway, she takes her fingernail and takes the cap off and actually puts it in her mouth. Now, this is not a cigar that's going to go on to somewhere. Yes. She puts it in her mouth and, and draws on it. She's not happy with it. She says, aside, that's not going to work. So she's, it's already gone through the draw test. Right. She's got her hands on it. She didn't like it. So she did another one. Didn't like it. Did another one. She, she looked at him and kind of did the, the cut off at your neck sign, you know, like this is radio. Right. But basically that entire, there are 10 cigars in a mold, entire mold got, got tossed out. Done. She just, the whole thing was bad. So it was interesting to watch the various quality control throughout the factory from, from start to finish. And I know that you're trying to convey this process on, on radio, but what people have to understand is that the pylons that you're talking about, and if you see it in, as an English speaker, you probably call it a pylon, but essentially it's a uh, pallet that is stacked full of tobacco. Right. And with sides on it. Correct. And they're typically wrapped up in this cheesecloth type canvas material. And there's literally like they'll walk into them and stick a thermometer in them because in this process in the pylon process is that they're fermenting the tobacco. So the tobacco has to sit in a specific spot in the warehouse and has to be temperature controlled. And then literally they'll shuffle around an entire warehouse to get this pylon in a different area. Right. Pilon is how they say it over there. Pilon. Exactly. Right. So I know you brushed over that and you brushed over a lot of things. We we could be hours at this. Exactly. But, but what I'm trying to convey with this process within itself is that this is where the tobacco actually heats up because it has to be kept at a specific temperature 
And if it's too hot, they move it to a specific spot. They rotate the entire warehouse. Over and over and over. Over and over. And they constantly. rotate the pylones. So it's, they're taking it off of one pylone, moistening it. Correct. Putting it underwater and then putting it back on another pylone. And re, so the bottom goes to the top, top goes to the bottom. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. they're trying to keep this whole stack of tobacco at this specific temperature so it ferments correctly and it cures correctly. But that's one of the most amazing through this entire process. That's one of the most interesting to me is because compost, yeah, you know, if you have, if you have a garden, yeah. you know, you have to rotate that compost. The right. compost gets too hot. Right. You have to constantly aerate it. And you know, they're having to move this tobacco around. So when people sit down and they, they walk into a humidor, they pick a cigar and they sit down, you have to understand the process that these things go through. Oh yeah. 300 sets of hands. Adam. Right. 300 sets of hands touch this cigar that we're smoking from seed to you and I cutting it and lighting it. So we're going to take another break, Adam. we still got a lot to talk about on the trip, uh, as well as uh, some upcoming events here in Southwest Florida. So stick with us right here on the Aficionado Show. For over 10 years, Sticks Cigar Company in North Fort Myers has been the place for those highly sought-after boutique cigar blends that you won't find in every humidor. Owner Tom Green prides himself in not only having unique cigar brands, but also a large selection of cigar accessories, including cutters, lighters, ashtrays, and that perfect humidor. Stop in to see Tom and let him help you pick out the perfect cigars, and while you're there, stay for a cigar on the patio or in the man cave. That's Sticks Cigar Company, located at 705 Pondella Road in North Fort Myers, or give them a call at 239-898-2593. Be sure to tell them that the Aficionado Show sent you. Hi, this is Kevin Robbins with American Eagle Mortgage and the host of The Aficionado Show. Whether you're looking to refinance your mortgage or purchase your dream home here in Southwest Florida, I'd love to earn your business. I have the experience and local knowledge to get the job done. Give me a call at 239-471-0505. That's 239-471-0505. Or visit me online at kevinrobbins.com. NMLS 161-3797. Lend US LLC. DBA. American Eagle Mortgage. NMLS 1938. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, this is Pat Denson, Vice President of Estero Bay Chevrolet. When you sell the most cars, you have the luxury of keeping only the finest pre-owned vehicles for every price category. Many are one-owner trades, many purchase new here. We don't go to the auction and purchase other people's problems. So if you're in the market for the nicest used cars and trucks and sport utilities, there's no better place to buy than Estero Bay Chevrolet. Find new roads, exit 123, your ride, your way today, EsteroBayChevrolet.com. Estero Bay Chevrolet. Hood Designs, the official marketing and branding partner of the Aficionado Show. Hood Designs is a highly versatile design firm specializing in branding, marketing, print, and digital. With their extensive knowledge of web development and graphic design, they're able to assist your business to reaching its marketing goals. Hood Designs is well known for their project promptness and pride themselves in creating satisfied clients. Contact Hood Designs today and learn how they can help you with your business goals. 561-247-4931 or visit hooddesigns.com. And we're back on the Aficionado Show. I'm your host, Kevin Robbins. With me is Adam Hood. And uh, we continue to talk about the trip to Honduras. But before we do that, we uh, are in the process of firing up another cigar. Uh, this is The Bold by Anish Patel. So, Nish, if you see pictures of Nish on social media, you'll often see him smoking The Bold. It is, in fact, bold. It is very, it is very much a full-body cigar. Um, I enjoy this cigar a lot. And, you know, there's some interesting components to this cigar. And I had not visited this one in a while either. 
and I, we all get in the habit of having our favorites, right, Adam? So we, we, you know, in the Rocky line, and I, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I'm a huge Rocky fan, but I have my favorites, so I tend to walk up and grab the same group sure, of those, sure. five, six, seven of those, and there's, what, 15, 20 of the, the Rocky Patel line. So Bold is one I hadn't grabbed in a while. Last time I smoked a Bold was when I was hanging out with Nish one time, and he handed me one. So it had been a while, and I might have had a few scotches in me and didn't didn't have an appreciation for the cigar. So um, having got my hands back on a Bold last week, uh, and, and I had somebody share with me some notes that they had picked up in the cigar that maybe I hadn't noticed before, uh, one of them was sea salt, and... and I'm a I, I sea salt's great. I dig sea salt. So if you think about uh, potato chips or whatever, sea salt is what's on potato chips. Certain potato chips. Anyway, it was an interesting. It was an interesting note that I'd never really experienced in a cigar. And so when I fired it up last week, smoked one, I got sea salt, and I was like, "Wow, that okay." I hadn't picked that up before, and it's interesting. And that's one of the beauties of sitting around a cigar bar, Adam, and talking about. Um, different cigars and what each of us taste because maybe we didn't pick it up but once we hear that it's something that that comes to the front of our mind and we start talking about it so anyway this is the bold by nish patel of course it's made by rocky patel uh adam tell us a little bit about the bold you mentioning that it's to me it's the placebo effect and you know, mentioning a flavor to someone and what they should pick up out of a cigar and you mentioned sea salt so I just fired up the cigar and look, bold is in the name. And that's exactly what it is. Uh, first off is to me is just dark chocolate. You know, on the cold draw, you get that espresso, you get that, you know, dark chocolate taste. But after firing it up, you know, I do pick up that salt, that saltiness. And again, is it coming off your lips? Is it, you know, who knows? But if a, a few people are picking up, it's it's probably true. But look, this cigar is all within the name. You know, Nish Patel Bold. Yep. And, and Bold is exactly what it is. Not overly spicy, which is typically what people think of as a bold cigar. They always think that, right. oh, it's spicy. Bold, more, you know... Full flavor is probably full, a better term. Full flavor. With some spice in there, but full flavor. Correct. Yes, there is a hint of spice. You get that black pepper out of it, but it's not a cayenne. It's not a habanero. It's not It's not even a jalapeno. You don't get that overbearing. It's just that if you've cracked some fresh black pepper over some of your food, you get some of that black pepper hintness off the cigar, but... Full flavor, you're right, is probably a better term for this cigar. Uh, it it, it definitely it, it doesn't smack you in the face, but it definitely wakes you up. Right. And it's it's a we were talk we were kind of talking about the 20th anniversary being a full body cigar. This is this is a few steps up. I agree. Yeah, this I totally is, agree. This has got some uh, got some heft to it, if you will. And again, I'll take it back to. We're still drinking the Glenn Levitt, um, the Master Distillers Edition. I'm right? Sorry, I blanked out there, right. but the Master Distillers. But again, this is the travel one. So, right. if you're ever in duty free and you say the Glenn Levitt Master Distillers Edition, and you know you're traveling, but again, it's such a well balanced light Scotch that. It pairs so well, even with this really... I think it's going to pair with anything, almost. 
Okay. Yeah, you're, prob- it's just you're smooth, probably right. It's light and it's smooth. Right. I don't know. I mean, it would probably pair with a good with a Connecticut too. You know, if if we were going to go one end one end of the spectrum to the other. Sure. So so that's the thing is that again, you like what you like. I'm a huge advocate of if you like red wine with a white fish, go for it. Right. Do it. Right. That is that is what you enjoy. Now, again, if you're trying to pair things or, you know, try to fit in the realm of whatever your palate may encompass, a light scotch with a full-body cigar, it's a great pairing. If you're a, you know, big smoky scotch fan and you love a full-bodied cigar, go for it. Mm -hmm. But if you're trying to balance things out and you want one thing lighter than the other, maybe you're a huge smoky scotch fan but you like a connecticut leaf you know cigar that's a tends to be a a much lighter then go for it but for me this this bold and even the 20th just really paired very well with this glenlivet scotch yeah no i i'm digging the bold i really do uh nish hopefully i can get nish to listen to the show uh would love to have nish on the show nish was actually in the building the day that i interviewed rocky and nimish but it was a crazy day in that, and I referenced that in the show, if you recall. Yes, he's a busy man. Those guys all were running They're every which busy. way, yeah. and I was I was thrilled to lock down those two guys for the time that I had them. Unfortunately, you weren't able to be there that day, but it was it was a good time. Uh, hopefully, we'll get Nish on the show. Hopefully, we'll get Christopher May on the show as well. So, back to the trip real quick. I'm going to wrap this up a little bit. So, day three... Uh, we, we take off at eight o'clock in the morning and we head to Nicaragua. So we're in Honduras, right? Nicaragua is quite a drive to the border is only about 20, 30 minutes, right? Uh, roughly. And you lose track of time on the bus. So I don't have exact times. Sure. We're drinking, we're smoking, we're chatting, we're having a good time. So let's say 30 minutes, we get to the border. The border transition from, from the, in third world countries is, is an interesting thing. Uh, so it took us a little while to get across the border. Um, and honestly, Adam, that was the first time, and there's a picture of the sign on the on the bathroom door, that we actually had to pay, excuse me, in my life, 47 years of my life, that I had to actually pay to use the bathroom. Well. At the border, they were charging us. It was, it was pennies. It was not much. It was a dollar or whatever it was. It didn't matter, but we had to come up with cash, all of us, because so there were several of us in line, so we could actually use the bathroom. And, and just so you know, the bathroom was a urinal with no running water in it, <laughs> a hose coming out of the bottom, and God knows where it went. God knows. So, so so growing up in South Mississippi, visiting New Orleans quite a bit, and as I got older, going into Mardi Gras, right. you, ha- you know, you're on Bourbon Street, and you go into Crystal Burger, which is equal or less than White Castle. Right. Still love Crystal Burger. Just depends on where you stand in the country. But, yeah, it was buy a Crystal Burger to use the bathroom. Really? Yeah, absolutely. And and I get that in a business. I do, too. And to me, it was like, I don't want a Crystal Burger. I'll just give you the $2, and please let me use the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to say that was the first time I paid to use the bathroom. And we were lined up and... But we had to wait a while because there's a process to get across the border. There was, there was, uh, let's see, there was uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 of us in the bus. Some of them Honduran citizens. Obviously, most of us United States citizens had to give passports, had to have to give information to show 
that we were crossing the border, all that information. You had to give them money to pay to go across. Anyway, it was a process, so it doesn't happen quickly to get across the border. Sure. We get across the border. It's another hour and a half or so to get into the country to where we're going in Esteli, Nicaragua. Esteli is where most of the big cigar factories are in Nicaragua. Uh, and we're going to talk about Esteli in just a little bit, as a matter of fact, Adam, because you and I are going to be there in just a few weeks. My father is there, correct? Correct. There's and several there. Padron, right? Drew Estate, yeah. yeah. So we're going we're gonna to talk about Esteli in just a few minutes. But uh, so we drive to Esteli. We get there about 1130. Well, the factory shuts down, hard shut down, 12 to 1, lunch, period. So we get there about 1130. So we go on to lunch at this restaurant. I'll tell you what the food was absolutely amazing at this restaurant. They were the the service was great. That we were smoking and sitting in this restaurant, smoking. They had ashtrays on the tables. It was great. So we had lunch, smoking in a restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah. In in uh, in Nicaragua, it was wow. great. I wish I, I what I failed to do of all the pictures I took, the two hundred plus pictures I took, I didn't take a picture of the restaurant. Oh, wait, of but course, yeah. Great restaurant, uh, and and Rich has mentioned Rich Castiano, the owner of the cigar bar, who is going on the trip with us to Esteli in a few weeks. Mentioned that we need to visit this restaurant because the food, food was so good. So anyway, we have lunch. We get back on the bus. We go to the factory in uh, Nicaragua. Now this factory is owned by Rocky Patel, but and and I don't know his partner's name, and I apologize for this, but. So what Rocky did was he decided he wanted a factory in Nicaragua, but obviously it doesn't make sense for an American to own 100% of a factory in Nicaragua because there's nobody there to run it, right? Sure. There's no. So he partnered with a gentleman to run the factory. So Rocky is partners with this gentleman, but it's a Rocky Patel factory in Nicaragua. Now, what it is is it's a boutique factory. So when you look at the pictures online, You'll see, and, and I think you probably saw them, you saw the picture of me standing in front of all the rollers yes. at, at in Honduras. There's it's, it's as far as the eye can see, a rollers, right? In Nicaragua, it's a boutique factory, very small factory. Now, it had all the elements, aside from the pilones and the, and the, and the uh, uh, leaf sorting, it had all the elements of the bigger factory that we had visited in Honduras. So it has the rollers, it had quality control. It had um, uh, where they where they were you know putting on the bands and boxing the cigars and packaging them and all that stuff. So really cool little factory, beautiful little factory, um, right in right in the heart of Esteli. Really enjoyed that. Went through that factory. Uh, there are pictures of of the cigars that are made in that factory uh, for Rocky Patel. Then we left that factory, went to the fields and actually looked at uh, sun grown tobacco. Uh, which, which, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we only looked at shade-grown tobacco in the fields in uh, Honduras. We looked at shade-grown tobacco, had a great time out there, uh, went went past the, their curing barns and things, and then we headed back to the house uh, back in Honduras, which, again, is a two-and-a-half, three-hour drive when you count getting back across the border and all those things. So we went back to the house, had dinner, hung out, and then, of course, the next morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, we're on the bus, 8.30, we're on the bus headed back to Tegelsogapa, which is two to two and a half hours, back to the airport to fly home. So that was that was the trip. So great two solid days of great stuff. Sure. The the day we get there and the day we leave is pretty much travel. The day we get there, we get to spend a lot of time in the evening hanging out at the house, drinking, having a good time with some guys. And I wanted to mention, um, there was some really great guys on this trip, Adam. Um guys that you know actually, Marvin Lewis 
who yes. who is a regular at, at the world famous cigar bar Gulf Coast Town Center. We've known him for many many years. Re- retired NYPD officer. And just so you know, he had three friends with him. Well, two of those friends were also NYPD retired, and then the well, let me rephrase that. One of them was NYPD retired. One of them was retired from corrections at Alcatraz. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cole. Nelson Cole's his name. And he was he worked. And we called him Cole. Uh, that's that's what they called him. So, sure. of course, we picked up on that. Uh, he worked in corrections. And, so, and then we had Terry. Terry worked in um, transportation in New York City. Transportation meaning the the trains, yeah, right? So when we were in, when we were down there, that's when they got that first nor'easter, and we're sitting here now, and they're on their third in the in the last three three weeks or whatever. Right. They're getting pounded. Well, the first one came through, and uh, of course Terry's in in a third world country, freaking out because he's got to worry <laughs> about. They, there's a lot of preparation they have to do because to get the trains ready and put they they've got to put the trains underground so that they're not buried in the snow and all sure. those things. So he's actually on the phone dealing with a lot of those things. Four great guys. Uh Phil was with us, Cole was with us, Terry, Marvin, great guys all from New York City. Um they actually I got to tell you this, I I you're going to be a little jealous. They invited me to come to New York City in August. Oh. I'm going to stay with Marvin at his home. I can't wait. Uh, and they're going to give me the real tour of New York City. Very cool. So uh, the Grand Havana Room. Have you ever heard of the Grand Havana Room? I have not. Grand Havana Room is one of the most exclusive and private cigar uh, lounges in the country. Of course, they're involved in it's it. It's in New York City, and you don't get there unless you're somebody special. Sure. Well, I'm not going to tell you the background of these guys on on air, but uh, a couple of these guys are well-connected, very, very uh, big-in-the-city guys. So they're going to take me to the Grand Havana Room, which is something that you don't wow. you, you just don't walk in the front door of Grand Havana Room. Sure, um, we're gonna they, these guys are all boaters, so I'm going in August so that they, they can get the boat out. They're going to take me out in the boat to the Statue of Liberty. We're going to oh, do the Statue of Liberty. Come on! So I'm so excited, and and I've got to tell you, part of the reason I'm so excited, and I hope these guys listen to the show, is because I truly think the world of all four of these guys they're absolutely absolutely amazing and i can't wait to see them all again and hang out with them in new york city so great group of guys don johnson i told you about don johnson cool thing about don johnson he's got a cool name already but don johnson's (laughs) from indianapolis where i'm where you're from so he and i turned a lot of the same circles in indy he lives in indy you know i go home every two to three four months he's got several places in indianapolis so he and i are going to hang out when i go to indy so the point is is this is a great group of guys we had kent and norm they those guys uh our partners in a business they came on the trip it was just uh jim grace jim is was awesome as well a lot of retired law enforcement of in some fashion was on the group and then we had this crazy guy named <laughs> named hal frankie Hal's a wild man. He knows how to drink, Hal does. And uh, hopefully he'll listen to the show as well. We had a lot of fun with Hal. Hal and the guys played ping pong one night till I don't know how long. I went to bed. I'd had enough. These guys played some serious, serious competitive ping pong there at the house. Hal's a great guy. He actually has a house in Cape Coral and is down here a lot now. So uh, just an amazing group of guys. The beauty of 
the cigar industry, and we've said this before, and I want to reiterate it again, is that you get to the opportunity to meet so many amazing people. And that entire group of guys are guys that I hope I'm able to call friends forever because, Adam, they were just cool as could be. Absolutely. And I actually had the the pleasure of creating... Uh, Marvin retired from the New York Police Department as a detective, and I had the pleasure of creating a cigar band for Marvin. So we we kind of did this behind his back. His wife uh, texted me one day and she was like, Hey, I met you at cigar bar and I know that you do the custom cigar bands and I would love to do some retirement cigar bands for, for Marvin, my husband. And immediately I'm just like, absolutely. I want to do that. So she sends me the, badge that he had and all this really cool stuff that you know had to you know detail around his career and I ended up creating this NYPD retirement cigar badge that I custom die cut on these cigars and she ended up doing 200 of them and he had no clue right and it was just it was just one of those things like kind of creeping around his back and trying to create this like really cool thing for him. So we ended up doing 200 cigar bands for him and I had to wrap the cigar bands as well as creating, you know, the cigar bands, putting them on the cigars. So we send them to New York. You ship them actually, Kevin. And, um, so months later, you know, Marvin and his wife are in town and he was like, he's blown away. He's right. like, I cannot believe. I'll he, never forget that. He, yeah, he was he was thrilled with both of us for what we oh, put together for I, him. Absolutely, right. He, he was like, I can't believe you created these things for me. So they spent all this money on two hundred cigar bands and two hundred cigars as well that we shipped to New York for them. And um, Marvin was he was so taken aback that you know everyone was so excited about the cigar bands that they were just you know they're grabbing them like candy. And, and Marvin knew better. He was like how many of these did you get me? And she tells him, he was like, no, 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 we're keeping a box. And when he says he's keeping a box, he's keeping a box of a hundred of right, them. Right. He was like, cause people were just taking them. Cause the band was so cool. And you know, again, his retirement party was full of NYPD officers and you know, the people who surround that department and they were all excited about them. So they're grabbing these things up like they're candy, but he told me that he kept a hundred of them. That's awesome. You know, Marvin, I got to tell you, Marvin and his wife and his son, Marvin, Marvin Jr., mm-hmm. who is a who is a police officer in, in New York City, uh, and he has another son as well. Great family. Uh, they are they are some people that I truly love seeing every opportunity I get. And then when I got to meet his friends, I felt the same way about them, Adam. So it was a great trip uh, with with several amazing people. Uh, I highly recommend it. If you'd like to learn more about the opportunity to go on the trip, you can find us on our website, aficionadoshow.com. You're welcome to send us a message on there. I'll get you on a list if you're interested in doing this trip. It's something really, really special that that I think any cigar uh, lover should do because it's a trip that you'll never, ever forget. We'll get the pictures up on the uh, social media so you can check that stuff out as well. I think you'll be really impressed with that stuff. 
Give us some feedback, too. When you look at that stuff, give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Obviously, we always want feedback on the show as well through the social media, through the website as well. So, Adam, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the trip you and I are taking just in a couple of weeks, yes. as well as some upcoming uh, events here in southwest Florida. So we'll talk about those here in just a few minutes right here on the Aficionado Show. Are you tired of looking at that old kitchen or bath and it's time to give it an update? Maybe you would like to have a beautiful new outdoor kitchen or living area. Or have you decided you want new flooring in your home? If so, Phenomenal Construction is your choice for all things related to renovations and remodeling. For a free quote, contact Phenomenal Construction at 333-9015. That's 333-9015. You can also visit them online at PhenomenalConstructionHome.com. Phenomenal Construction is a Florida residential contractor, license number CRC 1331743. Hi, this is Kevin Robbins with American Eagle Mortgage and the host of The Aficionado Show. Whether you're looking to refinance your mortgage or purchase your dream home here in Southwest Florida, I'd love to earn your business. I have the experience and local knowledge to get the job done. Give me a call at 239-471-0505. That's 239-471-0505. Or visit me online at kevinrobbins.com. NMLS 1613797. Lend US LLC. DBA. American Eagle Mortgage. NMLS 1938. Equal housing opportunity. Nobody beats the world-famous cigar bar, Southwest Florida's original cigar bar since 1996. Step into the humidor and let one of the experienced tobacconists help you pick the perfect cigar from their great selection. And the liquor? Martinis, single malt scotches, small batch bourbons, high-end cognacs, and a great selection of craft beers. The world-famous cigar bar in historic downtown Fort Myers at the corner of 1st and Hendry, at Gulf Coast Town Center next to Outback Steakhouse, and in Cape Coral on 47th Terrace in Big John's Plaza. Good times, great cigars at the world-famous cigar bar. Hood Designs, the official marketing and branding partner of the Aficionado Show. Hood Designs is a highly versatile design firm specializing in branding, marketing, print, and digital. With their extensive knowledge of web development and graphic design, they're able to assist your business to reaching its marketing goals. Hood Designs is well known for their project promptness and pride themselves in creating satisfied clients. Contact Hood Designs today and learn how they can help you with your business goals. 561-247-4931 or visit hooddesigns.com. And we're back on the Aficionado Show. I'm your host, Kevin Robbins. With me is Adam Hood. And uh, Adam, we're, we continue to smoke The Bold by Nish Patel. And yes. I got to tell you, I, I'm really enjoying this cigar. And, and it's just, it, you know, it's one of those things, as I mentioned earlier, you forget about certain cigars if you haven't smoked it in a while. And you and I have talked about that kind of off the air, if you will, uh, about how we had forgotten about this cigar. And now this is the second one I've smoked in two weeks. And I really enjoy the cigar. Well, the thing about Rocky is he's always innovating. He's always coming up with stuff like, you know, the, the Lajero, you know, brand that he has and the, um, the cigars that he comes out with. It's just, you you always have something new to try. And it's been a while since I've, you know, visited the cigar and, and, and in all honesty, tonight's the first night that I visited in quite a few months and, I'm blown away. Yeah, it's a good cigar. I really enjoy it. And and uh, again, I hope I hope we can get Nish to listen to the show as well as uh hopefully we'll have Nish on a future show. Absolutely. Nish is a great guy. I've I've had the pleasure um and uh, not bragging by any means because I'm humbled by it. I've had the pleasure of hanging out with Nish and Nimish and Rocky in various capacities and I love those guys. Nish is one of the most fun guys 
I've I've ever hung out with, and and so hopefully we'll get him on the show because it'll really be enjoyable for our listeners as well. So, um, Adam, we talked a little bit earlier. We kind of teased it a little bit. So we're taking off on an airplane in two and a half weeks, and we're going to the Cigar Safari, which is in Nicaragua. We're going to fly into Managua, jump on a bus, head to Esteli, and we're going to not only tour the Drew Estate factory and fields, but we're also going to check out the Hoyo de Nicaragua factory and fields. So it's going to be quite a trip. I'm excited about that. Uh, I know that you're going to get to go on this trip, and, and I know you're just psyched about it. I think it's going to be great. I'm I'm overly excited. It's One, it's my first time out of the country. Two, it's a trip to you know, experience cigars in the rawest form. I know that you've been to Honduras multiple times and you, you, you've done this for me. This is all. And again, Drew Estate's brand new for you. Correct. Uh, this is the first trip. Yeah. This is my correct. first trip to, to the Drew Estate trip. Right. Exactly. So again, it's my first time out of the country. I've been to Puerto Rico and, but again, this is my first time out of, you know, the United States purview, right? If you will, not Hawaii, not, you know, the, you know, things, things of that nature. But this is my first time out of, you know, the country international travel for me. I'm overly excited. This trip has come up much faster than I thought it was. Uh, you know, when you anticipate something, it tends to go slow. Yeah. Not for me. This thing has has just crept it's up. Flying up. Isn't it, it? it is, and yeah. I'm getting nervous. And again, like I said on the last show, I'm going to rely on you a lot to kind of walk me through those scenarios. I did go online. I did upgrade my plane seat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't want any, um, you know, pre-nervous travel conditions. So. Right. I have an aisle seat. I'm up towards the front of the plane. So I did go on and and spend that little bit of extra money to I don't know, kind of ease myself. I don't right. I don't know if I wasted the money or not. You know, I'm not I didn't and I'm not going to. Listen, it's it's a 2 hour, 2 hour and ha- two and a half hour flight maybe. Um and I've told you before, I don't know if I said it on the show, but generally before we're off the ground I'm asleep. I don't know what it is about an airplane, but as soon as you get that, the engine's running and I'm in the seat and I cross my arms and I've got my headphones in and boom, I'm gone. So I sleep through the the bulk of the flight, so I'm not worried about it, but it's a quick flight. Uh, international travel's not a big deal, but I will tell you that, you know, as you say, I've, this, I did the Rocky trip four times, but let me just tell you that with each time, I was just as, just as excited and enjoyed it just as much, if not more, than the previous trips. So it's not, it doesn't become old hat. Sure. To use that term, it doesn't become old hat. So I'm very excited about experiencing something different with the Cigar Safari. And for those of you, again, as we mentioned earlier in the show, this is, again, not an exclusive trip. This is one you can take as a cigar lover. Go to CigarSafari.com. All the information about the trip we're doing is there. You can learn about it. You can learn about how you can go on this trip, no matter where you're coming from, Southwest Florida or all over the country, all over the world. Uh, you can you can check this out. By the way, I'm going to throw this in there real quick. We are getting some interesting uh, listeners from all over the world. I'm I don't have the statistics in front of me, so I'm not going to share them. But I'll share them next week. Podcast listeners. 
we actually get the data of what countries they're in Correct. and where they're from. I've got, we've got listeners from all over the world. That's amazing. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. So I'll share that data next time. But we're getting some some listeners from all over the place. So it doesn't matter where you're coming from. CigarSafari.com. You can learn about this trip. Again, it's it's a four day trip that we're going on. It's a Sunday through Wednesday. It's April eighth through the eleventh. It's going to be a trip that will, uh, you know, Adam is 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 a photographer, so we'll have some amazing stuff. I did a pretty good job with pictures and video, but if you have Adam and I both in in that trip, uh, I think you'll get some some pretty amazing uh, pictures and video of the process. So we'll get to share that with you guys, and then when we get back on that trip, we've slated that Thursday when we're back to simply do the show for that following Saturday to talk about how awesome that trip was. So, And I hope we get the time. Maybe we can, we can carve it out that we'll be able to actually, you know, broadcast a little bit from Nicaragua. And I know that you were able to blend some cigars in Honduras with the Rocky trip. And I know that, um, we get to blend some cigars while we're at Drew estate. And I actually have a, a gift for everyone while we're on that trip, I've created some specific cigar bands that are dedicated towards the Cigar Safari with the world-famous Cigar Bar, and it's got everybody's name on it with their blend. Now, I know typically you get a bundle of cigars uh, from the Drew Estate trip, but with this one, it'll have Kevin's blend, Adam's blend, you know, Rich Castellano's blend. Right. So that's something that I've created for each each one of us to put the band on and you know, keep a few of them, and that's something that we'll have for quite a while. Absolutely, and and I'm going to throw a little commercial in here real quick. We've talked about custom cigar bands a couple of times, Adam, throughout the show today. If you have uh, something that you would like a custom cigar band made for, a baby, a wedding, a special event, what a retirement right. like we did for Marvin, those are things that can be done. All you've got to do is contact us through the, the website, aficionadoshow.com. Go to the website, click contact us, tell us you're interested in some of that. We can put custom cigar bands on any cigars. We have various different um, blends that we can do that on. But that's something that Adam can do and create for you for special events. We have the cigar rolling, which you hear you hear the commercials during the show all the time for special events. We do that for weddings, corporate events, uh, all those things. So those are things that, that we do that are really cool add-ons to special events in your life that we'd like to be part of and bring cigars to enjoy that with you. So just know that those things are available. Check that stuff out. You can go to worldfamouscigarbar.com slash cigar events, or you can come right to our website and click uh, contact us at cigar or excuse me aficionadoshow.com click contact us and and check with us and we can get you some of that stuff and 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 I just want to add here now that not that I'm bragging but these aren't cookie cutter cigar bands they're not just your rectangle that you can print out at home and have a rectangle band with your name on them these things are custom tailored to your event they're custom cut to, you know, your logo or your wedding theme or whatever the case the colors, may be. Colors, right. textures. Correct. These things are one-offs, and I enjoy doing every one of them. We just did We just did 300 last week, Adam, yes. for Benita Bay yes. uh, Golf uh, golf Club. Uh, they do a... Um, 
an event every year and they had 280 golfers at this event and I was out there handing out the cigars with the custom bands on it. So it's something we do on a regular basis. That's a, that's a business that Adam and I do kind of on the side. If it's something you're interested in, whether it's a cigar roller, whether it's just cigars with bands, whether it's cigars for your event, whatever it is, contact us. We'll help you with that. Um, obviously cigars is not only a love, but a passion, but it's also a business for us. So if we can help you with that, we'd love to be part of that. So, uh, moving on, we're excited about the Cigar Safari. Check that out, CigarSafari.com. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about that when we get back from that trip, but we wanted to share that with you as well. So, Adam, real quick, let's talk about some events that are coming up here in Southwest Yes, we Florida. have some great local events coming up. Very much. So, uh, Sunday, March 25th, 7 p.m. at Stick Cigar Shop. We had, uh, we had those guys on recently on the show. They're a great sponsor of the show. They do a fire night. So basically, they have a fire pit that they bring out out back, and they all sit around and smoke and and run some deals. And it's uh, during it's it's on a Sunday night, and they have the fire pit. It's a great time. I've been to several fire nights. Really enjoy that. Again, Stick Cigar Shop is up in North Fort Myers on Pondella Road. So that's something to check out. Again, that is Sunday, March twenty fifth, seven p.m. Uh, as we get into the cooler months, I'm sure Tom's going to be doing those on a regular basis, and we'll talk about them. We'll talk about the event after the fact, too. But it, a great group of guys up there. It's a good time. Bring your chair, hang out, buy some cigars, hang out with Tom and the guys, and smoke some cigars around the fire pit. And that's the thing. As winter's running out, we kind of need to just do those things. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's great. It's a great event. It's really enjoyable. Secondly, uh, on Wednesday, April 4th at 6 p.m. at uh, Burn by Rocky Patel, they have a night with Cynthia Fuente. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to be a great event. So Cynthia is the VP of Fuente Cigar Companies, and she's a great lady. I've met Cynthia ver- uh, several times. She will be at Burn by Rocky Patel. That's 6 p.m. Wednesday, April 4th. So put that on your calendar. Uh, by the way, you can find Stick Cigar Company on Facebook. You can find Burn by Rocky Patel Naples on Facebook. You can check out these events. That is an event you should definitely check out. Uh, Adam and I are going to do our very best to be at that event with uh, Cynthia Fuente. That is, that's going to be a great event. Listen, do not miss that Fuente event because that does not happen. No, Fuente just, just doesn't do events. They don't have to. No. That's no. the thing. Padron, the, uh, Fuente, they correct. just don't have to do events. Their they cigars don't. sell no matter what. So when they come out, it's special. It, it, it's a time for you to to really go out to that retailer and experience that event because it's just not something they do that often. Right, right. Uh, third, we've got the Outlaws with High Valley. So the Outlaws are a classic band from from years past. Love the Outlaws. Uh, they are going to be at the Ranch on April fifth. That's at seven p.m. Uh, the Outlaws are a great, great band. I'm sure many of our listeners are very familiar with the Outlaws. I'm looking forward to that concert. Really excited about that. The Ranch has been a good sponsor of, of our show uh, and, and a great group of guys there. Rusty's awesome. So I appreciate them being part of the show. Check that out again, April 5th at the Ranch. It's the Outlaws with High Valley. And then finally, the last event is at Vicente of London. They've been throwing some really cool events as well. Uh, on April 19th, it's the ST DuPont and Davidoff Smoker Dinner. So there's all kinds of different ways to get in on that, and I'm not going to rattle all those off. But if you go to Facebook and look up Vicente of London Cigars, you'll get on their, their Facebook page, and you can see all the different ways you can buy in 
and and there's way different packages that get you dinner, that get you a lighter, that get you some cigars, all the different things. Uh, They're a great group of folks down there. Vince and Sharon, love them. Uh, You need to check this event out. Again, it is April 19th at Vicente of London. It's the ST DuPont and Davidoff Smoker Dinner. So four great events coming up here in Southwest Florida for all of uh, you aficionados out there that want to enjoy some, uh, some great music, some great cigars, some great food. So, Kevin, before we go, you and I spent a day and night and half a day in Miami, Florida. Yeah, we did. Miami Beach, actually. Yes. Because the beach part's important. It, it is. <laughs> the traffic aspect oh, is definitely geez. important. So, uh, we went to Big Smoke, Miami, sponsored by Cigar Aficionado. It was a great event, and... Uh, so, Big Smoke Miami is at the Fountain Blue, which oh. if, if you're not familiar with the Fountain Blue, the Fountain Blue is an amazing hotel with tons and tons of history. When I walked you down the hallway and showed you all those pictures of oh. all the stars and all the famous people that had been there. FDR. Yeah. Uh, you know, Frankie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It just It was amazing, yes, right? It, it, so, that hallway, and they're all really cool, big, black and white pictures right. of, of all the famous people that have been at the Fountain Blue. Fountain Blue is an amazing hotel, absolutely beautiful, of course, right on the water. Um, just just a gorgeous place. So, you, the the uh, Big Smoke Miami is an annual event. Uh, they have a they have a room there where we can go in. We got we got roughly thirty six, thirty eight cigars from different manufacturers. I'm not sure if you're counting correctly because we kind of knew some of the people. Yeah, we got a, we got a few extras. But when I got home, I had well over fifty yeah, cigars. We got we got a few extras, which didn't suck. But right. but with your ticket, you get thirty six to forty cigars. The food was great. They had they had the food was they had buffets in every corner Amazing. of this big this big banquet room, and then out on the patio, the terrace, because you couldn't smoke in the room. You went out on the terrace, you lit your cigars, free booze. They had scotch, they had beer, they had rum, they had all kinds of different stuff there that was totally free and included in the ticket. Great event. We had a great time. Adam and I hung out there for a little bit, and then we wandered back to the hotel and simply hung out in the hot tub in the pool and smoked cigars and drank scotch, and it was a great, great weekend. So Big Smoke Miami, it's an annual event, something you definitely need to check out in the future. Uh, we'll talk about it as we go forward, but uh, they Cigar Aficionado does a great job, and it was a great event. We really enjoyed ourselves. So I'm glad we got the uh, opportunity to experience that, Adam. It's one of those events that it, if listen, I know that it costs a lot of money. I know it does. If you get the opportunity to do it, just do it. The people that are there, you you, you spend time with the with the representatives and the manufacturers of those cigars, and it's just a well rounded night. Booze are included, you know. Right. You walk around and you get a ton of cigars, and you get to spend time and and chat with this, some of these, these fellows that are in the industry. And I, for us, it's, you know, we spend, we already spend a lot of time with these people and, but to get with them on another platform is amazing. And right. we had such an amazing time. Well, and three big names that were there, I'll bring up Pepin was there, yes. Rocky Patel, actually four Nish Patel and 
Jonathan Drew. They were all there. So there was the big boys were in the room. It was a great event. It's definitely something to check out. How about about Bovita giving you the big bag yeah. with the Bovita packs in yeah. it to keep your cigars? Yeah, they you give know, you a huge bag to hold all yes. the cigars you get. So that to me that was well the done. most yes most mind blowing thing is that you're walking around getting all these free cigars and that's great. Okay, you still have to travel. Mm-hmm. And Bovita is there, and they're just like, here's a big bag, here's some Bovita packs, throw all your cigars in here, now you can travel with them. Right. No, it was a great event. Definitely keep your eyes open for, for Big Smoke Miami next year. Of course, Adam and I will be talking, to that, talking about that as well. And then finally, Adam, before we go, we've got to wrap the show up. But before we go, always I want to thank our sponsors. Our sponsors make this all possible. Absolutely. I'm going to run through our sponsors real quick. Uh, Acero Bay Chevrolet, Charles there. Amazing guy, been a big sponsor of the of, of the Aficionado Show. Uh, Ioni uh, Insurance and Risk Management. Dave Ioni has been a friend of mine for years. Yes, he's a big fan of the show. He's an interesting guy too, man. Great guy. Beyond, lo- beyond an insurance guy, yeah. He, this guy spent time at the Playboy Mansion. Well traveled. Yes, got he, so many stories. Yeah, he's Just, hung out with Dennis Rodman. Yeah. yeah, he's a good guy. So Dave is a great guy. We have, of course, Tom Sticks Cigar Company is a bit, is a big fan of the show, uh, a great sponsor. Uh, Burned by Rocky Patel, Rocky jumped on board, and Burned by Rocky Patel has been a big sponsor of the show. Phenomenal construction; those guys are great. If you're thinking about doing any kind of remodels or anything, you want to check out with those guys. And then, of course, the world famous cigar bar. So, all those are sponsors of the Aficionado Show. We appreciate their support wait, in the wait, show. Wait, 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 wait. Let's not cut ourselves short. Because Kevin Robbins here with American Eagle Mortgage, he obviously host and sponsor of the show, uh, not to brag, but myself, uh, putting all of the back end of the show together. Right. I just don't want to cut ourselves short. Right. No. Adam, just so you know, Adam, with Hood Designs, Adam does all kinds of, of amazing design work whether he does websites or logo design or all those things, does the the cigar bands as we talked about. But Adam is, for lack of a better term, the producer of the show. Adam is who plugs all this stuff together. He takes this data and puts it all together and makes it a show. So without Adam, I wouldn't be able to do this at all. I can talk all day long, but I can't turn it into a show. Adam makes that happen. Of course, my, my day job, American Eagle Mortgage, uh, that's what I do during the day. If you're looking to uh, purchase a new home, possibly refinance, maybe add something onto your home, get a pool, whatever you're doing, please keep us in mind. Th- that is uh, how we make our money every day. This, the aficionado show, is a passion of ours. This this is something we do for fun. The sponsors make it so possible for us to keep it going on. So please let us know how we can help. We love doing this for you guys every week. We're happy to be back. We're looking forward to talking to you guys in the future. And not to cut Kevin short, but he is actually working on my home refinance at this point. And, you know, I believe in what he does and the tools that he offers and the service that he offers. But he he's actually working on a refinance of my own right now. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. And it's, uh, you know, the mortgage business is a passion of mine. And I really enjoy it. Again, the Aficionado Show, this is our fun. This is uh, something we get to do. And as I look over at this Glenlivet bottle, the Master Distillers uh, Reserve, we only drank half of it. It's a liter, though. Yeah, we're not done, though. (laughs) Guys, thanks for listening to episode number seven of the Aficionado Show. We love you listening. Please give us feedback. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
at Aficionado Show. And of course, our website is aficionadoshow.com. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate it. This is the Aficionado Show. I'm Kevin Robbins. That's Adam Hood. Thanks a lot, guys. Peace.